Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast, where we share practical therapy tips and ideas for busy speech-language pathologists. Grab your favorite beverage and sit back as we dive into this week's episode. Hey there, it's Marisha, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast. This month, we are diving into all things data collection. So we'll start off by talking about collecting probe data and why we would even want to do that. And then we'll talk about organizing the probes, strategies to collect data in groups, and then how to document therapy data. So without further ado, let's get started with this week's topic. Now let's chat about how to organize those probes and those assessments. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, I'd highly recommend going back to last week's episode, that's 110, and that'll explain the basics for how I collect probe data and why I do it that way. But today we're getting into the nitty gritty details of how to get it all organized. So the first strategy that I think is super helpful is to make goal cards for your students. If you're seeing your students in person, I'll link to a blog post that explains in more detail how this all works. But then I'll also share like a quick little template that you can use to implement that with your students. And to find these links, you can go to slpnow.com slash 111 to access that. So it's slpnow.com 111 to access the free templates and all of the links that I'll mention. Backing up a little bit before we get into kind of the nitty gritty in terms of the actual cards, I really like using cards because it makes it easy to keep track of which goal I want to target with a student or which goal I want to collect data on. And it helps make sure that we're cycling through our students' goals. And it also is a great activity for them to do while they are waiting for their turn. So what we do is if we're doing this in person, I just print out little squares and it'll depend on the student. So sometimes I might just have the goal typed out. I might just print it out, but I really prefer to have students write the goal in their own words. So I just have these little cards. They write their goal. You can also have them write why it matters or whatever kind of things you want to add on, like how they'll feel when they meet their goal, like whatever you think is helpful, whatever might help meet that student. But I think what the goal is and why it matters are super helpful. And then typically students have two, three, four goals or whatnot. So we would just cycle through those goals at the beginning of every session. So, well, we would do one goal each session, but then if we have three goal cards, I just like keep them in a little stack. I would just put them in a paper clip. You can also use a little binder ring so that they stay in order. How I had it set up, I made a little packet of each student's goal cards, put it together with a paper clip. And I stored them in one of those calendar pocket charts that's linked in the blog post that'll be in the show notes. So the cards fit in that organizer. And just for student 
confidentiality and everything, I had colored pieces of paper as well. And instead of having the students' names, I let them pick a sticker. And it is incredible how quickly they attach to their sticker. Like they knew exactly which sticker was theirs and they knew exactly which packet to grab. It's really funny how that works. But yeah, so each student would grab their packet as they walked into the speech room. And I color coded it by like grade or classroom or whatever, just to make it easier for me to remember. But what we do is each student has their packet, they sit down, they start looking at their goal cards and they do a quick review. And then whichever goal is on the top is the goal that we're going to collect data on. Cards might get shuffled around as the students are reviewing them. And just to remediate that, like the first thing I ask is like, which goal is on the top? And then ask each student which goal is on the top. And I might like shift, again, clinical judgment always trumps structure, (laughs) but I would just ask each student which goal was on the top. And as long as that made sense, we would collect probe data on that. And we'll talk about more strategies on how to collect probe data in a group. But this is really like the key strategy is they just take time to review their goals if they need a little bit more to keep them busy. I might have, we might like have them grab their visual for the goal that we're targeting in that session, potentially. This really varies group to group, but I think reviewing their goals is one very great activity to do. And then number two, it'll keep them busy as they're patiently waiting for their classmates to quickly complete their probe. You can get creative with the cards too. You can even add the visuals on there. Like for articulation, you can have the placement visual just ready to go. Or you can have like a quick word list or something right on the card. So that's one option in terms of like collecting the data. You can just have a quick word list that you run through right on the card. But first, a lot of the goals, it's a little bit more elaborate than just like saying a couple quick words. So there are two main ways to organize the probes. So when I started doing this, I made a binder for myself and I am obsessed with the Avery Easy Index. They're just like beautifully colored tabs and they have like a nice sheet in the front where you can write like a little table of contents so you know what each tab means. And it's just, it's beautiful, it's functional, really great. So I'll link to some examples of that in the show notes. I then would number all of my probes and they would get stored in the binder. And so on each goal card, I would just write the number that that corresponds to. So if it's like naming antonyms, if it's probe number 16 in my binder, I would just write 16 on the probe card. And then I would know exactly which one to turn to and easy peasy, ready to go. So that is kind of what that looks like for the binder. And then like when I'm completing a student's IEP, I just make sure to have the goal cards ready to go so that the student can fill in their cards to review their new goals. And then I also want to make sure that I have a probe that I can use for that goal. If I don't, I need to like find one or create one 
and add that to the binder so that I am ready to collect data on that. And I think that's a really key strategy, whether you're using this or a different data collection strategy, like we really need to have a solid way to, like we need to make sure that we know how we're collecting and measuring progress on a goal because there's nothing worse than a goal that you can't collect data on. And if it's not clear whether the student met or not, that's kind of the process there. Then I've been, as you can probably tell throughout these episodes, I'm a huge fan of digital tools to make things easier. Sometimes it's hard to like flip through the binder while you're trying to like collect data on your data sheet or on your computer, or it's just like a lot of stuff. So I created a bunch of digital quick probes is what we call them. And these are all available on SLP now. And so when I set up a student's goals, I go into the session and you can attach this in a number of ways, but I basically just attach the probe that I want to use to the student's goals. So then when I pull up that session, like I have my laptop or my phone or my tablet, whatever I'm using, I go to the session and I select the goal that I want to target. So whichever one is on top for the student. And then when I open that goal, it shows the assessment that I picked for that goal. So it cannot get any easier. Like we have a pre-made library of a bunch of different quick probes that can easily be attached to the session. They're like little slide decks essentially. And so you can just go through and collect data on them. The other option is to create your own. So if you want to make your own data collection, like your own little quick probe, or if you want to use something that you have from Teachers Pay Teachers or something that you created over the years in a PDF or something that you scanned in, you can also add that and attach that. And you would just like click that. It would open up. You would have quick access to it and you could run through the probe and then you're good to go. So two options to organize the probes, a binder or organizing it digitally. And I just gave one example of what that would look like. And then again, using goal cards to keep the process organized. And I would just make sure to put, like when I have that stack, as we're putting the goals away, I want to make sure that the goal that I want to take data on next time is at the top. If you are doing teletherapy, you can totally still do this using Google Slides. Like you can share a slide deck with each student and just have a slide for each of their goals and you can just rearrange the slides. So if you collect a data on producing K in sentences, you can move that to the bottom of the list and then whatever else is next. And then the students can like review their goals and everything as you're waiting. So that's how I would implement that in a number of scenarios. If you want to check out any of the resources that I shared, you can go to our show notes at slpnow.com slash 111. And that's a wrap for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the SLP Now podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your SLP friends and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. See you next time. Thank you.